Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is David Walls, Head of Retail Investment Sales, and I'm joined today by my colleague Ian Slattery. Together we will be looking at the investment market's performance and discussing Zurich's current fund positioning. The Zurich Live podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on zurich.ie. You may also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. So, hello Ian. We saw a strong start to the year for equity markets throughout Q1. Did this persist through into April? Morning, David. Yes, so the strong momentum in many developed and emerging markets that we saw in Q1 has carried over into April, with the US making fresh all-time highs across some of the equity indices. Dovish central banks, led predominantly by the Federal Reserve, have helped this. And we've also seen Chinese stimulus, hopes of resolution in the US-China trade dispute, and strong US earnings are all contributing to why money is continued to be deployed into risk assets. Some sentiment surveys, however, suggest that investors are now overly optimistic following uh, the extreme pessimism seen at the end of last year. Most equity markets are turning a blind eye to poor economic conditions in manufacturing industries and are focusing instead on the favourable earnings season. Global manufacturing PMIs have fallen from a cycle high of 54.4 in early 2018 to 50.6 now only slightly above the boom and bust line of 50 that distinguishes between growth and contraction. Conditions in the Eurozone continue to be particularly poor. The contrary to this is that global conditions in service industries remain solid. Given the current market environment, Zurich believes it makes sense to hold a neutral stance on equities on a tactical basis. And then across performance of different regions, like different geographical areas, was that sort of for markets globally or was there, there are differences across various regions? Yeah, so world equities overall in euro terms rose by uh, 3.7% in April and that gives us a, a, a Strong total return of about 18.4% for the first four months of the year. Local currency returns slightly different metric in April for the major markets range from 1.7% in Japan to 4.5% in Europe, with the influential US market being up about 3.9%. You mentioned the different geographies there. So we have seen euro currency weakness bolster returns for eurozone investors so far in 2019. Okay, so that's regionally, but then sector-wise within equity markets, was it a case of like green across the board and gung-ho uh, all round? Yeah, so regarding sectors in the US during April, economically sensitive, the more cyclical areas outperformed defensive areas. So when we talk about the best performing sectors, we would have seen technology up 6.4% and financials up 8.8% for the month. Uh, on the other, other end of the scale, the more defensive sectors uh, would have been the worst performing with healthcare down 2.7% and real estate down uh, 0.6%. Uh, Again, following a theme we've seen in markets over the last number of years, uh, year-to-date the standout sector has been technology, which is up 27%. Okay, and and then leaving equities aside for a minute, Ian, moving on to bonds um, throughout April, what were the key changes here? Yeah, so so one of the key metrics we look at here is the over five-year Euro government bond index, and that was flat overall for the month of April, but it does remain up about 3.8% so far in 2019. Euro European bond or Eurozone bond prices in particular have reacted positively in 2019 to weaker Eurozone economic data and more benign inflation. If we look at some of the key yields, we would have seen the, the German 10-year bond or bond yield was virtually unchanged in April and finished at 0.01% or just about 0% return if you were to hold to maturity, uh, whilst the equivalent 10-year US rates moved from 2.41% to 2.50%. 
Okay, I mean, one of the things we watch, of course, is is, is um, interest rates and Fed interest rates, etc. And we've seen quite a turnaround in shifting rate expectations in the last number of months. What, what What's the current expectation you think, Ian? Yeah, you, you've mentioned a key point there that we've seen in markets for, for roughly the last six months or so, which is this, this shifting rate expectations from market participants. And... Um, most importantly, I suppose, the Federal Reserve in the US has turned more dovish, uh, which means they're, they're less likely to, to increase rates. And with that in mind, the market now expects no further rate rises in 2019. And in fact, is now pricing in a 60% chance of a cush in US interest rates by the end of the year, most likely to come in December. And this, as, I, as we both mentioned there, is a significant change from about six months ago. Uh, within the Eurozone, rates are likely to remain at their current ultra-low levels uh, for the foreseeable future, and I suppose that's reflected in what we see with, with German bond yields, for example. Uh, and the other major market, I suppose, closer to home, the Bank of England is not expected to increase rates again for some time, and that, again, is, is mainly due to some of the uncertainty around Brexit. And then if we look at a, a, something else, we, we keep an eye on commodity prices. So they've rebounded off lows so far in 2019. And did this continue on into April? Yeah, so across the month of April, we saw commodity prices rise marginally uh, after a really impressive first quarter of the year. And overall, uh, as, a, as a, a broad basket of goods or an index, commodities are up about 8.5% for the first four months of the year. However, it is worth noting that almost all the gains have come from uh, energy prices in general, uh, and obviously the oil price in particular. So after a severe declines for, for much of 2018, uh, the oil price jumped again in April, up about 6%, and is now up a, a very, very strong. Uh, 38% for the year and that's very much uh, on the hopes that economic growth concerns uh, in particular the trade tariff tensions with China are exaggerated uh, and we have seen supply discipline from the OPEC group as well. Uh, just some other commodities uh, we did see the gold price fall uh, about 1% uh, during the month finishing at $1,286 per troy ounce uh, whilst copper prices were also down slightly. We've made um, some asset allocation changes in recent months which we've previously discussed so uh, in our multi-asset multi-asset fund range how, how are we currently positioned? Yeah so uh, as you mentioned there we did make some some broad changes in the asset allocation so far in 2019. Now, as we stand today equity positions are towards the middle of ranges in all the multi-asset funds following those decisions to take profits predominantly throughout the month of March. Uh, despite this tactical move uh, Zurich remains reasonably constructive on equities in general. Um, with regard to geographic positions the main bias is towards Asia Pacific at the expense of North America while sector positions were broadly maintained during April. The funds are positively biased towards technology and financial stocks and negatively biased towards utilities and real estate. Bond positions are towards the middle of the ranges on a tactical basis, uh, whilst the duration of those bonds is low. Zurich has recently been increasing its exposure to corporate bonds at the expense of sovereign debt. So look, that brings us to the end of our monthly investment update. Ian, thanks for in-depth analysis and thank you, our listeners, for your time. For more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit Zurich.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.